square fielder. He's gone to the dogs. Welcome once again to the Gone to the Dogs podcast. This is the old coon hunter Steve Fielder coming at you one more time through the miracle of Al Gore's internet. And man, do I have a great show for you today. I'm at the Grand American Coon Hunt. Uh, first time I came here was in 1966, the second year of the Grand American. And I've been trying to make them every year since then, but Uncle Sam took me away for about four years, and then I missed a few. But, man, I tell you, we the uh, good Lord smiled on us this year. we got great weather down here. they got a big entry. I just talked to Alan Gingrich, who is the director of uh, field ops there for hunting ops for UKC, and he told me they had 160-some walk-ins, I think. There are over 300 entries for Friday night, which is pretty daggone good. But, man, the big story here at Autumn Oaks is that I finally got to round up three yahoos that I've been wanting to podcast with for a long time, and I last talked to them at Autumn Oaks, uh, but we didn't record while we were there. And that is the crew from the Coon Hunting Confidentials podcast on the Houndstooth Network. Is that right? Podcasting Network. Podcasting but Network. But if they search Houndstooth, they'll find it. It'll pop up. Search Houndstooth. On all like platforms. Like a sport coat. I used to wear a Houndstooth sport coat. Do you ever know what that was? Exactly. Yeah. It, I do know what the houndstooth print pattern is. All right. We're astute. Bear Bryant made it famous. Bear Bryant, the famous hat. They sure did. The voice you hear there is uh, the grand high potentate of the the podcast. The great papoose. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's the one with the, well, we won't go there. Oh, it don't matter. Mr. Daniel Felker. It's it in the house. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> and we got Mr. Ryan James. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> and Mr. Dustin Faulkner. All right. That rounds out that trio. That's you the, guys the got Tooth Mafia. That's it. That's it. No, guys, I tell you what, man. Uh, when Daniel, or I first heard about this podcast that you guys were doing, and let's, for the listeners, kind of establish, when did you say you, you started, oh, basically? We started in January. I, last Grand year. American. At Grand American is when we uh, we actually recorded our first interview with, like, somebody. And from the motel room, it was Ashley Moss that was running around, you know, helping get everything yeah. going on around here. But I had, you know, we had talked back and forth uh, several different times. Uh, leading up to that and yeah i remember did. last year coming over there and talking to you and you was like so are you still going with the paranormal thing and all <laughs> <laughs> well i i was a skeptic i'll admit to you that i was a little bit of a skeptic at first you know and i started listening and then it kind of it's kind of like coon hunting you know kind of gets kinda. a hold of you a little bit. Hopefully, it's yeah. like a bag of Lay's potato chip. Can't you, if you listen to one episode, you can't just listen to one. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's my take on it. Anyhow, I don't know what Ryan and Dustin thinks. Y'all got a new sponsor now, Lay's. Is that right? 
Is it nice? Well, well Ryan, <laughs> we are open to any sponsor. Yeah, we're, we're open to it. Ryan, he's already like he's wanting to duct tape sponsor. <laughs> duct tape. <laughs> yeah. Duct tape. That's interesting. Nothing can fix a broken hunt like a roll of duct tape. <laughs> a broken hunt. Huh? Yeah, we were squirrel hunting and the sole of my boot came off. <laughs> so I was listening. Both of them. Both, of, both, both boots were falling apart. And actually, they and I were. Hooked them up. I bought them down here at the Grand American. Probably you drive a Ford, two. right? I drive a Nissan now. Oh, okay. He's at a Ford and Nissan. They kid me all the time about driving a Ford duct tape and some bailing twine, and I'm on. I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's where the duct tape thing yeah. come in. He, yeah. Ryan will throw that out. Hear that duct tape? Need a sponsor right. or something? Well, I forgot what he said. I was like, <laughs> I think I took some pictures. Well, <laughs> he did. I put a little bit excessive amount on that I first still, foot. I still got those boots. I got them sitting there. I kind of don't want to throw them his away. Toes I, up. <laughs> For more tips, contact the Houndstooth Network, correct? Yeah. Podcasting, but yeah, that's fine. Houndstooth Podcast. I'll get that right before we're done. We, we can tell you how to duct tape a boot when the sole comes off. That's right. That's right. But the most yeah. important thing is you need to roll a duct tape in your truck. You can't take you, nothing if it ain't there. That's right. I was looking thank, for that this morning in our booth over there, American Cooner booth in the big white vendor barn. If you're coming to Grand American, well, actually, you have to wait till next year because <laughs> this won't be out until next well, a week from now, whenever that is. But anyway, yeah, we were looking for duct tape this morning. It's an amazing thing. Who invented duct tape? Duct zip tape? Ties. Does anybody know? I have no idea. I'm going to go with George Duck Tape. <laughs> George Duck. George, is it duck? I ain't duck? got a clue. I'm just, I'm just joking. Listeners <laughs> out there, let us know. Is it, is it duck tape or duck tape? You just got to say it real quick, and it don't matter it which don't it matter. is. Their logo is a duck, right? Yeah. Yes. But it's I think like it was Clinton, made Clinton, for... Clinton. Wasn't like, it made like for... Hook, it's made for, yeah, for our air conditioning duck. There you go. HVAC mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Well, guys, you know what? I think it's a great idea that you have, and I'm really glad you got a podcast because I do, no joke, and listen to every episode. I enjoy it. Uh, sometimes I'm like my buddy Nubbin Moore. Sometimes I think them <laughs> stories are full of you know what. But I say, well, it's their story and they're sticking to it. Yeah. You know, the, it's theirs. Let them tell. That's it. right. That is absolutely right, and it is very, very entertaining. Now, Daniel, I want to ask you because I, I imagine you're the guy that came up with the concept, right? Yes, sir. Yes, tell sir, me about I Well. I was already listening to, I'd already done become a podcast junkie. And thanks I was, to Dustin. I done got the bug, thanks to Dustin. All right. And we, You're an we, inspiration, yeah, son. We, we, I do what I can, Steve. <laughs> I do what I can, we, bro. You know, we mentioned it. <laughs> and I mentioned it when, when we were talking, when I, you know, when I was on with you last year. Yeah. Um, It was the episode, it was a Houndsman XP episode on scenting and Dustin told me about it and that same night my dog treated on a persimmon tree and I had to go hear what this, um, what the podcast had to say. And so I started listening to that one and I listened to all the other ones and branched out and started going into other different topics and stuff. And so I was listening to, uh, this guy named Tony Merkel, who is, a, he has a really big podcast. It's, he actually has a thing called Merkel Media now. And so he has a show called The Confessionals. 
and there was this guy on there who his wasn't his real name, but they called him Kyle on there. And he was telling a coon hunting story about a run-in with a cryptid in the Daniel Boone National Forest. A dog man. And it was a dog a man. A dog man. But if if you hear this, we got an interview coming out in February with these guys called Cryptids of the Corn. And here's a little preview to that. I you heard my it here theory. first, folks. I I I um I dropped my theory on them <laughs> that all these dog men encounters that i've listened to and i've listened to a bunch of them they're heavy in uh michigan wisconsin up in that area reports of cryptids of dog men werewolf type whatever but the way they sound Don't I, you laugh, Dustin. They, and we can take this back we can take this all the way back to native americans same thing same area all the way down through the corn belt and it goes back a, lo- a long time there's even some of the things that could show that um uh, some of the early settlers that went out west encountered some of the same what creatures that they, by description, has just been become dog man or termed dog man. But I don't think it's a dog. To me, they all. It sounds like they're describing a really large raccoon species of something, really large because they talk about the hands. They're not paws. They talk about they have raccoon-like claws. It's a raccoon. The only man. thing they don't so, mention okay. is a mask. I'm going to learn something here. I've heard uh, you talk about, you know, all the, the – I've kind of followed along and cryptids and orbs, the lights and all this kind of stuff. What is a dog man? Describe it. Uh, well, you were. By, by description, it, the eyes, there's there's multiple descriptions on what they could – how it could be as far as the face, all of that. But when they describe it on all fours, are you saying? Time out, Ryan. You saying that? I'm saying this is all on him. He's got this. This is all he's got. Oh, I see. I thought you were pointing to him to say that he's an example of what you're. Okay, no, no. But they they all report when 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 it gets down on all fours, Mm -hmm. it sounds exactly like a coon on all fours. A hump in the back, the way it runs with the hump and all that. When it stands up, it walks on its back. it, It stands up. It's okay. got claws. It don't have paws. It has claws. It can retract and and whoa now coons can't retract. I their, mean not their their claws, re, not though. to retract. I mean I, I'm trying to people grab. can't he see. Didn't say grab. grab. Yeah, uh, grab. Yes. He was, he was doing sign language yes. over here. I can read a little bit yeah. of sign language. I know the audience can't really. <laughs> they can't see me. But he's like you know the dog. It, it can do that and. It just sounds like a raccoon to me. So I told them guys, "Crypt of the corn." It's not. It's not a dog. It's it's some type of maybe even a demon possessed raccoon or something. I, I don't know you. what it is. It's, All right, I can't wait to know. Anyway, the <laughs> <laughs> but the coon. Hunt, when I was listening to that, I was I was like, okay, if this dude's talking about coon hunting, he's not gonna bull jive me on this. He's not. I was like, I'm on. I was listening to it, and the more I heard, the more I was listening to him. He knew. He knew coon hunting stuff. Now, I do have questions about him talking about his dog. It was me doing the time frame in my head, it would have been about maybe 2000, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And he talked, he names the dogs that was one of them was like really well known in the area. Mm-hmm. That I want to know more about this dog, Joe. So in at the this area. point, let me interrupt. At this point, you're, this is your first dabble into someone. 
connecting coon hunting to this kind of exactly. paranormal or whatever. And I was world. listening to more of that, and I was like, I got to hear more of this. I was like, and then, and, and I've heard several coon hunting stories on a bunch of other podcasts, like Sasquatch Chronicles with Wes Gr- uh, Grummer. He's got, that's one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And he's had a couple different, and a lot of these people that will go on there and tell a story hadn't coon hunted in 15, 20 years and hadn't coon hunted since that experience. Mm-hmm. And so, and as far as what we've been doing, as far as reaching out, trying to get stories has been within the coon hunting world. Yeah, so yeah. now dabbling out with like cryptids of the corn and getting Appalachian intelligence, we've recorded them. That's an oxymoron, isn't it? Yeah. Appalachian, Appalachian intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the Appalachian yeah, Mountains. He can say so that. He's I got, can say that. He's got, the, he's got the car. He's, he's <laughs> vetted, man. Yeah. He is vetted. It's a, it, it's, a, it's a play on the AI for artificial intelligence. Yeah. It's, it's a play on all that, just like Appalachian intelligence. Yeah. 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 But those are some those are really cool guys. We like them. There's three dudes just like us. Um, one dude named Ryan that's on that. He's exactly alike. They're exactly alike. They and, cool and the fellas. dynamic, the dynamic <laughs> of that the individuals. Yeah. <laughs> the, the dynamic I of that got is a few pounds on him. They have uh, the dude Justin. Lady killers. Justin. <laughs> oh, lady killers. <laughs> Pressure. See, we done hijacked the podcast, Steve. I'm sorry about this. Hey, man, that was the plan. I just wanted to turn you guys loose and let you do what you do. He, um, I forgot what I was saying now. What yeah, Justin, who does Appalachian intelligence, is a lot like me. Ryan and their Ryan is a lot alike. Lance, who is a school teacher, he, him, and Dustin, from what I listen to them, like they're just alike. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not. They're not. They're. Uh, if we were to, to sit down and talk on different topics and say. What do you agree on this? Ryan and Ryan would be right there together. Me and Justin would be over here, and Dustin and Lance would I be over. Would be yeah, yeah. they would be like. So you've got a kind of a um, a model here a little bit. Did you model? No, no, Did, no. I, I never heard of them until how much six, time seven months do you? Ago. How much time do you guys put into rehearsing before each episode? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like we did tonight. We sit down and I go, what are we talking about tonight? (laughs) And he'll tell me and I'm like, all right. All right. So sometimes we'll be done talking about it and he'll have to go back through it and give me a, a rundown. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that now. I often say on the podcast, we're going to jump on our horse and ride off in all directions. You know, that's that's kind of what <laughs> what I usually do. You know, but well, anyway, like so that was the origin man. then, and and then, was, but you you went into it from the production end too, which yeah. a lot of guys like me, you know, I talk into the mic, and that's about as far as mine go. I write the show notes and things like that, and and you know, round up the guests and think of the questions I want to ask them, that kind of thing. I don't know anything about the science of podcasting. I know it requires an RSS feed, whatever that is. And in my simple layman's terms, that uh, uh, makes that recording an MP3 file or 4 file, whatever, uh, Every, capable of, of being streamed on the internet, right, right, correct? Right. Anytime somebody accesses your RSS feed and presses play, that counts as a download. Instead of a legit download, like downloading it, 
Anytime right. it's like that X, that RSS feed is accessed, and it, it whichever uh, platform you choose, like mm-hmm. we use Buzzsprout. Some people use Anchor. Um, there are several different oh, ones yeah. you could use yeah, as yeah. far as like creating and then getting set up with everything. But it'll let you know as far as like um, how many downloads you get, how many come from right. Apple, sure. Spotify, yeah. Google iTunes yeah. or whatever you know they come from they'll let you yeah it's it. a dashboard type thing that shows you what yeah I'm all into that I was was a numbers guy you know kind of keeping track of the entries at the events and are the trends up and down and you know the different breeds and who, you know all that kind of stuff but this this podcasting came along at a time for me when I'd kind of run out of energy to do anything else and it's enabled me you know to kind of keep my handy in a little bit so to speak but uh, but i've enjoyed it's been a lot of fun we just on this podcast i well, i did 52 episodes last year and then the, the previous year i started in september and i did 14 for that year so i guess i had like i've done 66 or 67 and, uh, and that seems like a ton but yeah it just seems like no time at all you know mm-hmm. but uh, i believe well, you got quite a few people to enjoy listening to you so well, I hope so, you know, and uh, we there's so many ways I want to go with you guys tonight, but most of all, I want you to just, you know, do what you do because I think it's very successful. I like the format of having the three of you talking together, the cross talk and all that, and that's what I miss on my podcast. Uh, but I don't play well with me. others, apparently. <laughs> Amen, <laughs> brother. It'd it would, be terrible. It would, I'd be going to turn that off if it was just Daniel. It would suck if it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> you would turn it off. In you? a heartbeat, I'd be Poor like, Daniel. God. At least the next play. <laughs> I didn't say I wouldn't no, make play, but I'd turn it off. What's we got now? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it, you know, and I, I, I really enjoy. It. That's why I've been bringing a couple guys on every once in a while, mm. my hunting buddies, you yeah. know, and oh yeah, just to, to have somebody to talk to, you know, to keep from dominating the conversation, which I tend remind to do. me to come back to that before we close out. Yeah, I got a message for Keston, Keston. How how do you say his name? Keston. Keston. I got a message for him. Yeah. <laughs> We'll All right, we'll, we'll save that for but, casting. Yeah, I definitely yeah. don't think ours would work very good if it was just one or two of any yeah. of us for yeah. sure. That's what I picked up on from the very start with you guys was the crosstalk, the humor, the ribbing each other and, and all that. That's good. That's good stuff. It's, it's what's the word I want to use? Organic? Is that the word? Yes, we'll go with that. Non GMO. (laughs) (laughs) Are we green? Is are you are you a green podcast? We're a green podcast. (laughs) Super green. (laughs) I don't I don't know. I I feel like I feel like I can edit a podcast. I'm more comfortable doing it. I feel like I can edit one a whole lot quicker as the time went on. And I still put probably more time than I should, or Mm -hmm. I still but I, I kind of like get creative with it and in my mind just gets to turn and I'm like, hey, how would this sound with this story with yeah. this kind of background music? Well, you at do this more point? of that. See, that's something I don't have much control of. Mm-hmm. Well, I do, I guess, but I don't, the reason I don't is I just hate to bug them with it. Mm-hmm. But I think of all these things, man, it'd be cool if we could do this or if we could do that. Well, that translates down to somebody putting in more work 
that I don't really understand how many hours they got on their plate every day. And I'm not the only game in town, so I'd say, well, that'd be great. I'd love it, but, you know, I'll just roll with the flow. Maybe you ought to do that a little more, and uh, maybe okay. the podcast would be a little more. I'll give you, you know. an idea. We're going to be recording in a little bit in our hotel room for the episode coming out Wednesday. They look at it. We done talked about this. We talked about it a little while ago. I thought we said we'd guys, do it tomorrow. Guys, you thought you were <laughs> No, no we can't do it tomorrow. We can't do it tomorrow because I'm leaving hey, tomorrow. Hey, guys, he's a slave driver. Are he y'all is. looking for work? Uh, <laughs> we, we ain't <laughs> never <laughs> looking for work, but no. we sure find it. So, <laughs> Bad choice of words. <laughs> we ain't afraid of hard work. We'll lay down and go to sleep. Right <laughs> yeah. the, um, I'm just thinking, if you're looking for another opportunity. <laughs> whew, taking, taking my help away. <laughs> no, no, no I, I, I think uh, I finished it up that conversation with that gentleman last night in the motel room, or is it a hotel? Motel, it's pretty nice. It's a motel, it's, it's a hotel. We won't say the name unless they want to start giving us free rooms. It could <laughs> be an inn, you know. Anyway, it, could be a, it could be. It is an inn. It's a place to it's lay an our inn. Head. There you go. So. I finished it up last night, and I spent about an hour on it last night. I probably got about an hour and hour and twenty five, hour thirty minutes in cleaning that conversation up, going through, um, because he wants to remain confidential. So I had to bleep out like certain mm -hmm. parts, and 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 once you hear this episode, in when this come, yep, this will this will be when will this come out? Okay, this okay, okay, one okay. right that, here will be okay. Monday's the night, right? Okay, it'll I'll, be my episode. I've got be one episode before. Us. You're yes. going to be on the sixteenth. Okay, so yeah, this one will come out on the eleventh. So everybody will hear that. But this gentleman want to remain confidential and all of mm -hmm. that. So there were certain parts of like the beginning of like the you know, hey, how you doing? Hello, you know, part of the phone call and. Stuff like that, but just go. Basically, all it is is I'll sit down and re-listen to it, and if I if I can, if I can mute something out, that's like uh, a background thumping of a knock or something mm -hmm. like that. You yeah. know, try to like you know Don't I do get that. it out of. I'm, I was just giving an example, you know. <laughs> or you know, like a somebody thumped oh, on yeah. the table. So, if I can, <laughs> if I can get that out. Nice. <laughs> Or shoot mice and things like that. Yeah. Uh, we got to leave that in. <laughs> so it's just little little things. Cleaning that whole yeah. part of it up, putting the uh, um, the sponsors parts in there stuff. So uh, I I, I should already had it done, but you know, going through Christmas, New Year's, all of that. You know, I kind of so we oh, we're yeah. getting ready to get back at it, start recording more episodes. Right. And, you know, Yes. But but there is a learning curve to learning how to do all that to yep. produce a show that you can send to your your uh, network or or your yeah you can uh, upload it. once you learn how to upload it on the computer and play with the audio I mean it, it takes some playing with do you oh yeah I'm I, sure. I think I played with it just record was it like a month month and a half a long time. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, when we started Houndsman XP, Chris Powell and I, you know, he took the time and the in initiative to learn how to do that stuff, and he produced our stuff. Of course, mm. early on, well, I I think he would understand me saying so. Our sound sucked. 
<laughs> if you want mm -hmm. to know the truth, because, you know, we didn't have the proper venues and internet trouble, uh, mm. forced them to use a public library and, and yeah, it sounded like we were in a, in a tank, you know, and the mm. echo and all the, the acoustics were horrible and it was a learning curve, you know, and it's still, but that's the thing about podcasting though, it, it's real, you know, and it's, it's not polished and you don't have to do double takes and all that stuff, but, it just made it real easy for me. And I've said this so many times, but, man, I used to think about having a coon hunting radio show. Mm -hmm. I thought, that, that would be great. Every Sunday night, tune in to mm -hmm. W-da-da-da, <laughs> you know, coon hunting man, around the world. Too, yeah. And, and you know, but what would that take? 6.50 a.m. around have, the world. That's right. WBUG, keep your mug on the big, big bug. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. When I was in college, we used to have a, a little skit we used to do at talent shows about a, ra a radio station or TV station, but that's ancient history. Well, listen, I, you got to how's, – how's it going? I mean, are you seeing an increase in your – you know, you don't have to tell me how yeah. many or whatever are your – your audience is expanding, right? Yes, sir. It's expanding. Yeah. I never thought we would be where we're at. Great. I mean, we ain't that big. We're bigger than I thought we'd be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I didn't think I'd be sitting there on. Or people will recognize us. Talking on the Gone to the Dogs podcast. Yeah, yeah, there's, you guys there's probably a bunch kind, of folks that's going to hear me on there. I'm like, that song. I never thought he'd be on there. Uh, yeah, I tell you what. It's you're weird. weird. I. It the, is the authenticity is, is the thing that I like about what you guys do. The material is entertaining, you know, but but the way you handle it, that's cool. And so from the beginning, you just decided you were going to let it flow, right? Just you didn't have any specific plans or anything. How, how no, did you recruit really. these guys, Daniel? How did that come about? Well, to buy into your idea. Oh, I don't really know how I got him to buy into the what idea. About I was you, like, hey, Ryan, and we hunt together all the time. We've been buddies. Yeah, for, uh, he's all the time at the store. All you know. Yeah, we talked on a daily and, basis pretty much, anyways. Yeah, and he yeah. always gives me all his dumb ideas. <laughs> at first, at, at first, I couldn't figure out which one to use which. I knew when Ryan Ryan. Then I figured out Dustin's ones always says Bo. No, that's me. That's probably me. Both. No, I don't know. Both, both, both say it. Both say it. Yeah. yeah. See, so, you confuse me. What's so bad about it is I say it from picking on somebody that says it all the time. <laughs> but now I say it all the time. Yeah. I got you. And see, I used to call everybody cuz. And okay. then I was hanging around Ryan so much, it just turned into both for some reason. Because I used to call everybody cuz. I called everybody cuz. I, huh? I had an old boss man that said bo a lot, and I just made fun of him. And I got stuck saying <laughs> I mean, to me, it just made sense because Dustin had been listening to podcasts a lot longer than me, and mm -hmm. and I had never, I never listened to a podcast, period, until yeah. that one, and then, oh, I ranked in the top one percent with Spotify as far as how many hours I listened to podcasts last year in twenty or in twenty twenty two. And it was a lot. I'm not going to give that number away, but we'll say it was a lot. Well, this is probably not a good thing for me to say because we have a podcast and I want people to listen to podcasts and all. But my podcast listening has greatly decreased 
in the last few months. And I don't know if it's because I'm busier. I don't know if it's, you know, if I'm thinking about these programs and what I'm going to do and, and all. Maybe it's because I'm not getting out and about as much as I used to. Thinking about that pup you got this on fire. Well, you know, that I'm enjoying, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying of, my dog. Go ahead and announce it. Go ahead and announce it. You may as well go ahead and announce it right now. It's gonna oh, it'll be out. all over the papers oh, yeah. by Monday. Yeah. <laughs> it's already on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Mark's got you in his about. picture on Facebook. Daniel and Mark's picture's on there already. Mark uh, put it on yeah. there. Yesterday afternoon, folks, uh, these guys are talking about Mark, my partner, uh, Miller, who's been on here before. Uh, he said, I'm going to win the trend contest at the Grand American. I said, yeah, right. That's that's a lofty goal. There's a lot of dogs and all yada yada. I said, what are you going to win it with? And he said, fever. I said, no, he ain't no trend contest. Fever's a good tree dog, but he's no blow a tree down tree dog. But there's one thing about fever that you got to factor in. If there's something there that he can figure it's a game or he can get a hold of it or whatever, or there's another dog involved in it, he's going to try his dead level best to, to outdo everything that's in the room. I, I've never seen a pup like this. You know, I've had them for a long time. And it's a plot. And it's a plot. And you said you'd never <laughs> hunt a They got plot. that hard in them. Never Damn hunt greedy. a plot, he said, didn't he? I heard yeah. him right on Al Gore's internet say that. <laughs> he would never hunt. He, he didn't say he would never I hunt. Said, he said he'd never own one. Oh, he'd never own one. Well, if he hunts with you, he's got to hunt with a plot, don't yeah. he, Ryan? But yeah. Yeah. Hey, he went one night this year wrong. solely with just a plot. His Ooh. dog was in heat. All we had was my dog. Well, Mark Miller <laughs> is a walker man through and through, and he's hunting that plot, so you better watch it, Daniel. You it might can, mess around yeah. having your plot dog. Look, right. look, my walker dog is a dreamer dog on the bottom side, so, you know, Mark, that's Mark Mark's thing. That. Yeah, he, well, listen, just to finish that little story so I can get my bragging in, and we can move on. Fever <laughs> did win the training contest today. 68 marks in 30 seconds. Yep. Oh, that's And got a nice out. trophy, you know, dust collector. <laughs> everything's everything's <laughs> wonderful right now, but he's out there tonight, boy. He's got a, he's got his hands full tonight. Who did he draw? Hey, I don't know the names, but he draw three dogs that are six years old apiece. Mm. And one of them is a triple grand knight, three-time grand knight. Where did Where they draw did, to? Yeah, what, yeah. About 15 minutes from here. He ought to be in some coons then. Ooh, yeah, I wonder if he yeah. drawed with a Norman Star. No, the guy that I just uh, give the sticker to out there. Sam? Shannonberry. Stephen Shannonberry. Yeah. I remember Stephen from the AKC days when we had the, the world hunt here in Orangeburg. How, you were involved in that then. Oh yes, sir. Yeah, and yes, and you, yes, Ryan was just told me you yeah. we went out to supper. I I hadn't remembered that. I was but, a little fella then. Yeah, well, I was probably about. Well, you ain't no little fella. Fifteen. Now. You mean about young 15. Or, Hold on. or otherwise? That's probably about fifteen. I'm trying to think. <laughs> when was the the world? Yeah, I ain't hunt? never been much of a little fella. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, never. What was the world hunt? Was in Newberry when two thousand seven or two thousand and eight? I know I went to with went to work for AKC in two thousand four and we had the world hunt that that 
next one was planned for Chillicothe, Ohio. So I know we were there then. But then I'm thinking, so that'd be like five. Could have been six. It could have been, been six, but it might have been 07. Okay. All right. I got to have it. It was a good time. Miss, was that, uh, that was, did Mr. Smith win that? Yes. That one? Yes. Sir. Yep. That was three. his second world hunt. I was, ju- I was one of the three judges on the world hunt. Gotcha. That night. You asked me about it, what I remembered of it. I don't remember a whole lot about that night. I, I, I remember you talking I about was, Mr. Smith looked good. You said he was he was flawless. That I mean, all he did was tree coons. The night that he wanted it in Chillicothe, he was hunting against two good females, and he put on a coon tree in clinic. He treated three coons, raccoons by himself that night. Looked real that I never hunted with him, but I, I you see, know, he was a tough little hound. I wish I could see that scorecard. If I could see that scorecard, I, you know, that scorecard. You can look at it and put that picture of that hunt. You can picture the hunt in your head by that scorecard. Yeah. If I looked yeah. at that scorecard, I yeah. could kind of – I don't – something may have backed him that night. I don't remember, but I know he was by himself with cones. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was like first tree yeah. if something ever backed with him. I don't yeah. remember if they yeah. did or not. Don Dunlap was handling him for Larry Weaver was the owner at that time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's great history. That was a lot of fun having a world hunting in Newberry. I, you know, I kind of wondered about going there because you hear the story up upstate. You don't have as many coon as they have downstate. Yada yada. It all worked out really well. Ooh. I thought I saw several several dogs that was from uh, Ohio, places like that, that where their dogs will will bump a deer, but they got so many coons they fall off on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, they ran them song guns all freaking night. <laughs> and I knew it was not real good no That does nothing for the image of coon hunting, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you hear them. I, I heard a bunch of them say it. They would say it. It was like, man, it's like our dogs will bump a deer at home, but then they'll fall off on the coon. They yeah. won't run it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, they might fall off on the coon, but they liable to be a half a mile. Yeah, <laughs> or, <further>. or two. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Our books are have a strong scent to them, I guess. <laughs> All right, let's get a little profile around here. Daniel, how old are you? Forty. I'll be forty-three in January the nineteenth. Married. Yes, sir. Been married how, twenty-two years. How many kids? Three. Three I, uh, children. My oldest son Andrew just turned twenty-one, January the first. He does the uh, announcing when they announce the uh, for the shows, the winners and dogs and all that good stuff over good there. Deal. My other son Peyton, he's seventeen. He's about to be eighteen. Then my little girl Ava, she's ten. Uh, yeah, and my wife named George. I don't want to leave her. You know, leave her well, name you better out. Not his better leave half. the boss out. Are you married, Ryan? Not married. I'm single. Thirty-one. I got two boys. All right, hear that, ladies out there. I don't know if we got any ladies to listen to this podcast or not. I'm sure you do. They got a few like you. I'm sure oh, they yeah, got a few in everywhere. Right. <laughs> I'm a real chick magnet. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody, 18 to 80, blind, crippled, or crazy. Oh, watch no, it now. Ain't gonna go that far, <laughs> watch it now. Watch it now, boys. I, this is a family show now. You guys got to keep it on at a minimum. Right? Um, okay. Actually, <laughs> I, I heard that was from an old uh, promo in wrestling years ago, back what? in the 80s. I think Jim Cornette might have said something like yeah, that. I can't right. remember. So you're 31. 31. I got, got two you. boys, 10 awesome. and 7. All right. A ball of fire. Yeah, I see them. They're squirrel hunters, yeah. aren't they? They yeah. par- 
One of them's part time. Part time. The other yeah. one, he likes squirrel hunting. You know, it's funny about up. we talk about breeding dogs, okay? And we wonder why. Well, we made this cross, the same cross, and it didn't turn out the same way. Well, look at our kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, same mother and dad. And they're no, nothing alike. Like they, Genetics yeah. is different. Why would we expect dogs to be carbon copies? You know, it's, yeah, it's sure not. It, it, that's why it makes it two things, real interesting and also mm -hmm. real frustrating. Extremely yes. frustrating sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, what about you, Dustin? Uh, 31, not married, no kids of my own. I have a girlfriend I've been dating about a year, and she's got three boys. But Oh, boy. I've yeah. I've rocked it by myself for a long time. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he That's has cool. a nice, nice house over there. Nice little bachelor pad. Oh, All right. She gets mad if we call he, it bachelor pad. He pay. is single, ladies. You heard that right. No, he's got a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend. No, no, retract that statement. <laughs> I don't want the ire of this woman on me. Beat up. me oh, <laughs> I heard uh, Steve Harvey. You guys know who Steve yeah. Harvey yes, is? Yes, he's from West Virginia, by the way. Yep. And talking about a lady on a program was talking about she was concerned about how her husband was disciplining her sons. Mm. She said, I feel like he's too harsh on a kid sometimes, you know. And so Harvey asked him, so, well, what, what, what makes you want to get interfere with his job? And he says, is this man a man that uh, you, uh, you love and respect? Oh, yeah. Is he the man you'd want your children to grow up, to, your boys to grow up mm -hmm. to be with? Oh, yeah. Well, why are you messing with him? You know, and Harvey says, well, my family, my, da my daughter, I don't try to tell my wife how to raise that girl because I don't know anything about girls. Yeah. But those boys, I do know about boys. I know how boys think and all. Mm -hmm. and, that's, you know, and I thought that was great advice, mm -hmm. you know. But anyway, that was free. That was I didn't cost you a dime. Huh? I thought I had parenting figured out with my two boys. <laughs> but my little girl, she, Ava, if she would have been first, she would have been last. <laughs> <laughs> They're different, aren't they? poor little yes, angel. Yes, yes. That sweet child, man. You ain't talking about yeah, her. She's a sweetie. I Ooh. met her out there today Ooh. for the first time. Well, guys, let's. Uh, there's so many things I want to talk about with you. And, and of course, uh, well, no, let me go along with this. How, how come you hitched onto this wagon i mean when daniel said let's go do a podcast what they what said they wanted think? my humor on there and i yeah i didn't think i had that much humor to me but some folks say some people are just naturally humorous he's yeah. just so quick-witted man his mind his mind like works a steel so trap, fast man. like a ninja <laughs> like a ninja he got a ninja <laughs> of a mind it's that a, he's got a hat Half cock Judy all the time. Yeah. Have you seen that guy, that hillbilly ninja? Yeah, Judy Chop. Judy, Judy Chop. It's a Judy Chop. Ready. Yeah. All the time. He's funny. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. That's cool. And, and that, that and me and him hunt. Well, at the time, we was hunting quite a good bit together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was like, man, you got to come on there. It's going to be me, you, and Dustin. Yeah. So, yeah. he conned me into it. So, he talked you into it first, Dustin, before. Mm -hmm. So what were you thinking? Yeah, I like running my mouth anyway. So yeah, if people are gonna listen to me, my well, yeah, tell why them not? why not? You know, I'm an interesting person. Let me. <laughs> That's right. If you That's got right. Why not share all? Why not you arrive five minutes early? <laughs> but truth be told, truth be told, uh, when it comes to a, a lot of stuff, Dustin is probably one of the 
smartest one out of the group. Oh, I figured that out, ruler. Yeah, like he, he figures, <laughs> like he, yeah, the electrical stuff and all that. Yeah, like, you know, Dustin works maintenance at where we work, works in oh, the shop. Yeah. So all the so you guys work together then. Oh yes, yeah, sir. them two. Yes, oh them two. Yeah. Okay. What kind of work do you do, right? Uh, let uh. Electrical no, work and well, I ain't no electrician. No. Yeah. <laughs> electrical he, work? You mean like I did here? Plug this in the wall? Sometimes, right. sometimes. <laughs> he can weld. He can, I've right. seen pictures of his weld. He yeah. can weld pretty decent. Uh, I work with my cousin right now. He's got his own company. You know, they're doing pretty good. Good. He keeps me busy. And his son busy. We that's awesome. We do a little bit of mill writing too. Good bit oh, of yeah. mill writing and electrical mm -hmm. work. I'm good. more of an electrical helper, but I can mill write yeah. and I weld yeah. too. I got another guy I work with part-time, so I'm well. Man, I love guys with skills like that. I wish I could get it. every kid in this country and say, learn a trade. They need to learn a trade. Learn Absolutely. a trade. My dad had a 10th grade education, grew up on a farm in Tennessee, had two brothers, quit school in the 10th grade. He was riding a school bus 90 miles a day to school. Oh, and wow. it was all the fumes of the bus. He said it used to bust my head, those fumes. You know, and he said, I just got tired of it, and I, I quit, you know. Well. I can sympathize in, with that. In the Air Force, not Army, he'd forgive me for that. He he talked to a guy, and the guy told him, said, Phil, you know, when you get out, you ought to learn to be a pipe fitter. Man, those guys mm -hmm. make good money, you know. You got to serve an apprenticeship and stuff. He took that to heart when he got out. Him, my mother got married. And they moved to Beckley, West Virginia, and couldn't hardly find a house. They bought a little house for six thousand dollars. Six thousand dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and and they lived in that house until my dad died. They had sixty-two years of marriage, I believe. Of course, they expanded it and remodeled and all that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, he made a good living. He served an apprenticeship. Well, you know, and much better probably than if he'd had a college degree, yeah. you know. And that's what I – man, I think these kids are missing the I've boat. I've been around well, And people. he was content. Oh, yeah. And, and, and today's world, man, very few of us is ever content because we got them stupid phones and say everybody else got something better and we need something better. Mm. But that's, that's good stuff right there, good stuff. We have become slaves to the screen. You know, I know when they first came out with cell phones, and all they talked about in Europe or Brazil or somewhere, I heard everybody had a cell phone. I said, that'll never happen. That's nobody's, everybody's not going to have a cell phone. Now, mm -hmm. you know, you could see a three-year-old. They got their own phone, you know, they're playing. Anyway, that's that's another rabbit path yeah. that I didn't mean to go down. But, but okay, so first episode that you guys have, how'd it go? Were you happy with it? Was it rough? Or did you stand back and say, "Hey, man, that was kind of cool"? It was. It was kind of cool, but I was. They were losing a motel room full of people. Well, yeah. I was nervous about talking in front of those well, folks. The very first the, one we done, we recorded. That was like well, our the first meet the episode. Mafia. Ain't the first recording that we. It did. was like the, the meet the mafia one. I remember our <laughs> very yeah. first one. Yeah, but our and first recording was we, in the hotel room. Though, oh though. yeah, like that was our first recording was in the hotel room with like. Eight people and us four with a microphone and some headphones on. Well, we had already recorded the other just one like a, a live audience type thing, or what were you thinking with all those no, people? It was, it was people. Or do you normally have twelve people in a hotel room? It was youngins. It was, <laughs> was, was talking to Ashley at Ashley's uh, 
so two, family. daughter, that was mm-hmm. a family. Uh, her daughter, they were sitting there. Boys. Yeah. They were all over there being quiet. And <laughs> they was trying not to laugh if something funny was said. And I was like, y'all be quiet. You know, I was all like uh, and particular there was children. about it. They was children. I had to hold back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were mentioning earlier, Daniel, about, you know, the sound and how you picked up the clicking and the knocking and all that stuff. And back in my days with uh, Brent Reeves and, and Nick Gilliland with the, the uh, what do we call it? Nightlife Nation. Uh, Brent was all, he did our production. He was always on our back about clicking ballpoint pens and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. And you, but after a while, I think you just, people get to the point that they realize that these podcasts are not sterile. You know, they're not done in a professional studio. Right. Like, yeah. what, like somebody, somebody racking his yeah. pipes off out here in the parking lot. Sounds Some like. local idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's from South Carolina. What can I say? Hey. You know? Na- nature taking its course. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. There's so much I want to talk to you guys about. Yeah. Um, I, I was kind of like that at first as far as yeah. like the background and mm-hmm. 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 You're still pretty bad, dude. You're still kind of OCD about it. You're not as bad, but you still do bad. a lot. He ran of out the door of the store the other day. <laughs> oh, Because this boy huh? down the road kept turning around in the parking lot <laughs> and going up the road trying his new hot rod out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was having to hold him back a little bit. Oh, and then man. we just said, get him. <laughs> get I, I remember, him. and I won't mention the name, <laughs> but we recorded with a guy one time when we first started Houseman XP. And we ended up not using it because it was just so crazy. I mean, it, it you know, it sounded like a, I don't know what, but I thought the guy got up to get a cough up a cup of coffee and had to build a coffee pot <laughs> to make it in because that's how much that's how much noise this guy was making on there. And you can't write in the middle of recording with these things. Usually, you just let the recording go. Yeah. You don't stop and start and mm-hmm. all that, or I don't. Maybe no, you guys do, we, but no, I, we, we pushed the button here uh, right now. We're looking at 45 minutes, and, uh, you know, just let her rip. But, uh, boy, back in that day, it was it was kind of tough getting people to understand, you know, and say, now, okay, find a quiet place, turn your cell phones off, you know, and be, be conscious of your you know, beating on the table or, or things like that. Other than that, who cares? There's a dog barks in the background, baby cries, whatever. Yeah. It's life, yeah. you know? I mean, that's the way I look at it, but. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that's kind of how it is now. I don't. Well, <laughs> I, I still I still will edit out some, like, some stuff like mm-hmm. that cough. If Ryan has a coughing fit, I can try to edit that out somehow or sometimes like when we come back dustin he wasn't when we come back from all the mokes he uh uh-huh. he it was when we was i forgot when it was he had a little cough mm-hmm. and so it was just going through listen mm-hmm. editing those things out he had but heartworms then, <laughs> without <a> victim. heartworm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but that yeah, was like like this now. atmosphere you didn't right use here. that lemon treatment did you we you, have a victim. oh okay you ever tried the lemon treatment mm-hmm. Well, you cut, yeah, you cut a lemon in two, and you you uh, squirt it in the dog's mouth. Hmm. Then you have to get on the other end and suck. <laughs> <laughs> so you can take, 
I'll tell you, you can taste the lemon. You soak the lemon juice back through. <laughs> yeah. But the reason you have that uh, other lemon, pit half a lemon, is to take the taste out of your mouth from that first lemon. We'll probably have wow. to cut that. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna need that. I've struggling right I've, now because COVID. I've saved a few dollars. I've talked to some people before who I'd swear they'd done that by the way their breath smelled. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's right. We used to have an old saying: just because your breath smells like eight. <laughs> you don't mean you're Tarzan. You know? <laughs> no, okay. The first time you heard your voice after recording, what oh, did you so think? Weird. I'm just now weird? getting used to it. I don't. I don't it, even listen to our podcast because of it. It took me a minute getting used to it, but I'm. I've done listening to myself so much now. It's I can hear myself talking, and I hear myself talking the exact same way I hear myself in the headphones. That's I've. Listen to so much with all the editing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like Dustin shaking his head, but I I, I just I hadn't hit that part yet. But the first time I heard me, I was like, "Man, ain't no way I sound like that." Because I don't have no draw in my in my own head. Like when I hear myself, I don't have this big strong draw like what I got when I talk to y'all. It's crazy, man. It don't make no sense to me. You don't sound to yourself the way you do on record. Right. I, I don't have this southern draw well, in my head. Here's the deal with me. When I was in sales before I ever went to UKC, I started in 83. I worked for a sales organization. And I had to travel all over the country. And I had to address these sales forces. Sometimes there'd be 100 guys in the room. And I'd have to get up and present this program because we were teaching them how to sell this product. Okay. So I you know, at first, I, I had no public speaking experience at all, but I, it was my job. I had to stand up before those people. And I, so I got, after a while, I got comfortable just being in front. And then when I went to work for the registries, you're calling out all those casts, you're announcing the bench show and all that. So that just kind of came natural, you know. But it still, it was intimidating to me a little bit the first time I put on a headset or, got, or sat in front of a mic to record it you know i did and i know i don't have this radio voice <laughs> i've got this guy in west virginia a friend of mine growing up his name is ralph he's in the west virginia broadcasters hall of fame this is a funny little story nobody's heard so i we started uh houndsman xp chris powell and i were talking about it and I said well we need an intro or something we can hear this guy he's a professional broadcaster he's got awards and stuff and he so he got a couple demos for me ralph forgive me for this but but it sounded he had this big radio voice welcome to houndsman xp blah 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 and it i said that ain't coon hunters bubba (laughs) (laughs) laugh me off off the planet if we do something like that you know but uh Anyway, it's it's kind of a weird deal, but you know what motivates you to do this? You know, we all got a little bit of ego, I guess. We like to know people listen to what we say and all, but what what's the motivation? Fun. It, it helps when people comes up to me talking to me and I don't realize who, I don't know who they are, and then they're like, "Man, we listen to your podcast." Like, yeah, that's a trip. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, that's a trip. Yep. Yeah, I I agree with and that. Sitting here yeah. talking with somebody like you, 
Oh, man. Some of the other fellas we've talked to. Man, I was nervous when we first sat down, man. Like, we do this with us, and I could feel it, man. I was nervous <laughs> being on his, yeah. man. It's weird, just something dude. different. It's, it's just because it's different, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I knew uh, that when I'd get together with you guys, it'd be a lot of fun. It really has been. But we got so many things we could talk about. What's uh, Without spilling the beans, what's coming up? Without you know oh, getting I'm, too I'm deep like, into I'm it, I have to tell you about you got, the one that's going to be on the 11th. So this is going to be uh, the week after this episode. That episode comes out because we do uh, biweekly. Yeah. So we took a little break through through uh, the holidays. The, yeah, the holidays, New Year's, get through ways. Grand American. Did y'all so, get paid for that? I mean, no, nah, we didn't. We didn't <laughs> continue to get paid on holiday. <laughs> I'm I'm about ready to talk to my union rep to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, the first episode of 2023 is going to be uh, uh, January the 11th. I think that that'll be episode 29. I think. Uh, cool. Is. That's the one. Uh, I'm just going to tell everybody to revert back to that one, or they could go back to the one because uh, one kind of led to the other one. How that all happened. So. The the one for Christmas and right there at the end of the year, they can go back and listen to that one if they wanted to. But uh, this one that's coming out, I don't want to ruin it because I they just got well, to hear yeah, it. Well, yeah, well, don't spoil you, it, man. Don't spoil yeah, it. I can tell you the state. That's all the guy, you know, I, I think it's I've one of our better ones. Out. Feel really? the state. Yeah. So you feel real good it's about it. That's great. It's it's in Alabama. Yeah. and uh, All right. It helps when somebody's good at My telling My cousin Vinny said it best. Alabama, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll go ahead and tell you. Is oh, no, it, don't it, spoil no, it now. Don't, 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 don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. I wasn't going to tell you the right, story. We got a was, fight going on here. That, that, right. just leave it. It. We, we can <laughs> leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. That just adds more to the suspense. Oh, okay. Check it out. Okay. Okay. It, it's it's yeah. a really good one. It's I I feel actually lucky that we was able to get it recorded. And it just happened. We were – I talked to the guy – and then we ended up – I sent him, just uh, found him on Facebook, sent him a message. Even those two don't even know his name. Um, and so I sent him a message. We got to talking. He was going to call me at like 10 o'clock, and then every, he got held up. There was some guy was supposed to be coming to look at some real estate that he had for sale. And he's an older gentleman. He's I think he says 63. And uh, – he ended up calling me on a Friday afternoon at about two o'clock, and I knew it was a a one shot. Get it recorded if mm-hmm. possible, and go with it. Well, there's a, a, a older guy that lives down the road from me. Um, you, I know you've met him. We called him Percy. He used to come down here. And oh help yeah, us all I know the time. Percy. He used to hunt with David. Yeah, okay. he he just was yeah. there hanging out, and I was like here dude i had all the mics muted but mine and i said a headset over there and i was like listen listen to this conversation and i as soon as the phone started ringing i pressed record i had it all set up ready to go have my phone plugged in ready to hit record and uh, i was already sitting there at the where all the podcasting stuff is and he probably wasn't two or three maybe five minutes at tops ryan comes rolling up 
And he, I'm, I'm waving hand motions to him to come back there and put headsets on. He comes down, he's sitting. He never said anything, but he listened to it. He was there. And uh, Left I, you I out hate, I hate I we wasn't able to get – I, I still hadn't got to hear it. He, I got to hear it before we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, he's going to hear it here in a little bit. That's why I finished it cool. all up last night so he could listen to it and yeah. we could talk about it. But it was a – I hate we couldn't get him in there. And I was wanting – I was – hoping i was gonna be able to schedule it because i didn't i really wasn't expecting it to go the way it did and him just you know i was you know kind of thought he might you know tell me a little bit about it and then i was gonna try to talk him into letting you know i well i recorded it and this or that but he, he agreed to it just some of the confidential stuff and we are coon hunting confidentials yeah um but in his area I have I have found there's stuff documented in his area with the police force. I right, you getting a like little long winded boat. Like you trying you trying your best to, to get his own story nah. and spoil it now. Let's, nah, let's, let's, okay, let's okay. Go. I appreciate let's, you. Let's yeah. go move on. Yeah, let's real back. Real get back. So anyway, <laughs> he, he'll go on and he'll end up talking himself into telling the story. I ain't, <laughs> gonna, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. So anyway, where's that cartoon arm? Where is that guy? <laughs> and uh, it was the guy. If you if you listen to it, is the trailer right there at the very end of the last episode of twenty twenty two? Put a little trailer together, a kind of a teaser going into the new year. And that's yeah. what we're leading off the new year with, and yeah. we're still, you know, we yeah. got to get some more stuff recorded. Right. And as we go, we've been out there riding around. I got a little. I rednecked it up today. I did. I rednecked it up. I felt a little stupid right around. <laughs> Man, we've been getting some people staring at us like we are read. the biggest And then I forget that, I forget that they we ever got the sign on there. I'm like, what are they staring at us for? <laughs> I well, you got a brown I, cardboard I sign. Took a, I, took a, I went over there and talked. We'll work for podcasts. Nah, I went over there to Mr. Ray's booth at Bright Eyes, and I said, Mr. Ray, do y'all have a little plug cardboard? For sponsor there, That's right. right. Yeah. Plug for a sponsor. <laughs> I said, Mr. Ray, do y'all have a cardboard box that y'all just ain't using, throwing away or whatnot? And they was like, yeah, I'll go over there. And they got me one out of the trailer, and I tore it in half. And I got a black marker, and I forgot what <laughs> I wrote on what on it. And I was yeah, like, we yeah. are looking for any coon hunt stories that include wild and unexplained or something. I don't know. I was doing it in looking a hurry. Looking for crazy coon hunt stories, I think, what it said. Because Creepy uh, Dustin, our banner is on his side by side. And so I was like, well. I need something to put on mine. I just made it up <laughs> real quick and put one on the front and the back. And so we look, we looking for stores. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anyway, coon hunting stores. And if I ciphered through it and I feel, I, I hadn't come across none yet that I wanted, uh, that I felt like was. We should sit down and talk with them today. No, I'm talking about in the past. Oh. oh. That, um, that, None of them was so, so – I'm not even going to say because it takes a stretch of the imagination on some anyhow. But I, like, like I told you before, I try to go back and make it make sense somewhat biblically if I possibly can. And, you, and I can you, do you try to that tie way. that into – I try to – Well, make, I think that lad lends authenticity what you say. Well – I'll have to confess when you guys first started out, I said, how are these guys going to come up with enough stories? I don't, I mean, you know, I, I personally don't have any of those kind of 
supernatural experiences out in the woods. Go back to West now, Virginia. Now, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I will rewind that to say, if you want to make this leap, that I believe in a supernatural God that looked after me many, many nights driving home sleepy when, as my mother said, there's nobody on the highway after midnight but drunks, so you don't need to be out there. That's what she always told me. But I know that there's been divine in intervention on my part, but I don't have any, what's the word I want to use? Paranormal. Uh, paranormal type experiences. I don't ever recall being in the woods and feeling like somebody was breathing down my back or, or that I felt the rush of angel wings or, and, you know, <laughs> I, like I mean, I just, I just didn't, you know, I, I don't have those kinds of experiences, but I, I think I've learned from what, from listening to you guys that I'll, there's a lot of people that are more attuned to that thing Yeah, that I may not be paying attention and I'm the worst. I mean, like, you know, I was a poster boy for ADD when I was in high school. You know, I mean, no as soon as I'd crack a book, man, I'm a the squirrel woods, man. Those squirrels are feeding on those hickories. We're going coon hunting tonight. And I yes. couldn't concentrate on what, you know, was coming. And I didn't know what it was back then. They said, well, you're lazy, Steve. You're not doing, you know. But anyway, I, I don't pay as much attention to what's going on around me as I should because I've always got something down the road that I'm looking at, you know. But you think that's possible that some people are just more attuned yes. so that they can they you know they got the the right frequency and they're and they're exactly. communicating. You think? That's pretty much to exactly some extent on some of it. Yeah, I do believe that. Well, yeah. yeah. The tune, the right I, frequency. I hope I hope my frequency stays untuned cuz I don't want none of these You experience. might get untuned one day but I don't get to see <laughs> You like to hear stuff. about them but you don't I'll, want it. I listen to them but I sure don't want it happening to I'm me. I'm going to sneak you along on that. <laughs> yeah. We'll go to a graveyard or something. There's, you know, a, there's a story in a, in a book called Look Back with Love and it's a gal which is a school teacher that went into the Appalachians and she recorded all these stories. And the way, at the beginning of each chapter, she used a guy named Carpenter that used to carve the gravestones for all the people around. And he always wrote something about somebody. And she don't, and, but there was this one story about this old mountaineer and the old log cabins in the mountains. They didn't chink the logs altogether. They wanted the air to flow through. They, they believed they'd smother in those cabins. They'd like that fresh air, you know, and all, and it'd be, it'd be cold and they'd be sleeping in that. And he said that there was haints in this house, you know, and so he took his shotgun to, to bed with him, you know, and he, he, uh, one night and he, he felt this shiver and all, and he looked down at the foot of the bed, and this Hank was dancing around at the foot of the bed, and he got his gun and cocked it back and blew his toes right off. Boom! <laughs> 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 you know, which, but the the people of the mountains, particularly, I think, the Ozarks and all that, were, were pretty superstitious, mm. and hey. they believed I guess it's Scotch Irish. He thought it was a ghost dancing at the end of the bed, but it was and his he believed toes in it because he shot his own damn yeah. feet off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not doubting yeah. that he probably, he probably was seeing something. 
there's a wide phenomena of these of people waking up and seeing um, a hat man, a dark shadow figure in the house at night, in the bedroom while they're asleep, waking up. There's a, a large amount of people. It's up in the thousands per year that people people report waking up seeing what is just called the flannel man. It's a man in flannel. Looks very um, like he could have a very Nordic Viking um, descent or, or whatever bloodline at some point. Could have been like dust and the flannel. A flannel man, and <clears throat> all of them report waking there was up. An old and it's, movie it's just, way back called "The Man in the Gray Flannel Suit." Maybe that, maybe that was a precursor. Ooh, big word. Hey, mm-hmm. we got a train. I hear that train a coming. <laughs> it's coming around the bend. <laughs> well, yeah, you that, know that that's, that's, and you regular. guys, you guys have cracked open that egg or whatever to allow us to kind of listen to that kind of stuff where otherwise we might say ah, like nubbing yeah. my buddy you know yeah. I don't believe none of that stuff <laughs> you get. well you know uh, but he liked it you know he liked to listen to it but he said I don't believe none of that but you've kind of pulled back the curtain a little bit and said you know it's okay to think about that kind of stuff and and it is interesting, and it could happen, and and all. But I've never been a real superstitious person, you know. But there's super baseball is one of the most superstitious sports, you know. They have all these kind of these ball players, you know. I got to wear the same shirt, or I got to, you know. I've always kind of been superstitious, like, and then my family raised my, yeah, my papa and them raised go karts, and okay. Can't have green on a go kart or a race car. You can't eat boiled peanuts before the race. Mm-hmm. Boiled I'd get, peanuts. I'd get a whooping if I got boiled peanuts before the race. You get them after the race. When we go to uh-huh. leave, you get you some boiled peanuts. But you that don't get no boiled peanuts before the race. Yep. And no green on your car. And they, no green they, some people car. won't even let you wear green on their trailer. Like, yeah. if you got a green shirt on and want to stand on the trailer with them, you can't be on their trailer because that well, who race was car, NASCAR car racer killed. that was Mountain sponsored by Mountain Dew? I don't remember. It might have been Dale Jr. that was sponsored by Mountain Dew. Nah, no, he was Budweiser. Was, was it he, he was sponsored by Mountain Dew one time? Was he Mountain Dew after Budweiser? I think so. Yeah. Listeners, write in. When uh, Gone to the Dogs. Don't let camp. us know where we're wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Maybe. NASCAR person. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I tried to get into it a little bit. I liked right. Tony Stewart for a while, you know, but other mm. than that, I, I couldn't I get like into no NASCAR. Wood. <laughs> well, we could get it. We could just switch this over to a NASCAR. Uh, boy, how about old feel like Junior Johnson? He was a good one, wasn't he? Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, but, I tell you, um, have you got got any stories to tell me about coon hunting? Anything related that you can personally share? You've been squirrel hunting a lot, and you have too. I ain't, ain't going to say I've been a lot, but I've had some good hunts. Well, that's what I hear. What? What's going on with the squirrel woods? Me and Dustin worked on them. Me, him, and a guy named Steve Cromer. He yeah. he was down here earlier. He's somewhere. He's somewhere around. We worked on them one day. Mm-hmm. And uh, now are right. you guys using shotguns? Or you the day right? we killed, we killed those. We all had twenty twos. If we'd really? had a shotgun, we'd killed fifty squirrels. Yeah, it was crazy. Now are you using scopes on your twenty twos? I don't. You just I'm like an iron sight man. Like old Jeff Foxworthy one time, he's 
doing a video I saw, and he was shooting at this deer. I know exactly you what you're that. talking about. How far is it? Oh, about 800 yards. Yeah. He said, send a poly. Yeah. Over. He said, that shoot was, with that the was, uh, that was Willie and Billy with Spotlight on Deer. That's what that was. That was I, yeah, I know exactly what you're I talking about. Yeah, I love it. He said, well, it. send a poly. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, you missed him. Try him again, baby. Bro. He's like, send a poly down there this time. And then when the deer was standing in a snowy field when they shot, yeah. when they got to him, it was in a hardwood bottle. There wasn't no snow. In and he's there and he said, yeah, I got this big old mossy back book here. I'm practicing for you. And this guy comes out of nowhere and says, get away from my deer, man. <laughs> Dustin will let that, that 22 one. go. He'll feed it. Yeah. Tap, 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 tap. Man, it can't eat if you don't feed it. You <laughs> <laughs> know, well, put some shots through there. What kind of rifle? I'm shooting old Marlin Model 60. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I've had one of them. I'd like to have it's a few more. It's got a tube magazine yep. under the barrel. I used to lose my tube, though. Do you ever try to buy I've, one of these things? I've never tried to buy one. Don't lose it. Just let me <laughs> tell you. Don't lose it. I, I gave mine to my boy. He's got it up in Illinois. And I'm shooting a Marlin. I've coon hunted for several years with a Marlin, but it's 700-something. I don't know. It's a composite stock, yeah. you know, but. What about you? I I got several. <laughs> yeah. I was that day. I was running the Ruger American twenty two, mm. but I generally just run a regular old Ruger ten twenty two. Ten twenty two. But I just bought me right before Christmas a Henry. Oh yeah, it's kind of heavy though, isn't it? It is a little heavy, but they. I'm a lever gun fan. My hey, first man, thirty the, thirty was a lever gun. I got to tell you what I got. I've got one time. I one day I was at UKC and the phone rang like it did all constantly. And this guy, we had a rule that said no firearms at the events back at that day. Okay, no alcoholic beverages, mm -hmm. no unprescribed drugs. He said we want to raffle off a twenty-two rifle. Would it be okay if we have that rifle there? And I said, oh, yeah. I mean, it's a new rifle. That's fine. That's we just mean you can't carry a firearm on the cast with you. Mm -hmm. I said, what kind of Rifle, you raffling off. He said it's a Winchester 9422, which is a lever action mm -hmm. like the modern 943030s or mm -hmm. whatever. You know. And he said, but what's cool about it, it's got engraved receiver. On one side, it's got a hound head, and on the other side, it's got a raccoon. I said, man, that sounds cool. And I so I had a friend there in Michigan that was a coon hunter. And he had a, a firearms license. So I went over and saw him. We looked it up in the book, and he ordered me one of those. I've still got it. It's in the box. It's never been fired. And it's the fancy stock with all the fancy checkering and all that mm -hmm. stuff. But Man. I thought that's pretty oh, cool. That's, I've never even seen one of those. I've never seen a Winchester 94 chambered in 22. I've yeah. I've never seen a Winchester ninety four twenty two. I believe my daddy had one. When I it's was, a ninety four twenty two, and it's got the straight stock, like you know, like the Marlins, a thirty mm -hmm. thirty nine A yep. or whatever. Thirty six. Thirty six. Thirty six. They got like a pistol grip kind mm -hmm. of on them, but this thing's like a straight stock. Yeah. But it's a sweet little. I I've been tempted many times to take it out and shoot it, and I say, well, it's. Worth more in the box, never but I'm shot. not gonna sell it. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's what do you shoot, Daniel? Ruger 1022 with a breakdown stock. You know, the only problem I, I love a 1022. I think they're great. They're reliable. That 
grip, pistol grip, is too big for my hand. Mm. I like a, I like to be able to, you know, I don't have a very big hand, but I always thought that they made that too wide right in there uh, on the, you know, mm. where the handle grip, well, what do you call that part? That, that's, the they actually call it the most, pistol grip. it's the pistol grip pistol is what grip. they yeah. all call it. Yeah, yeah. So I what about you? Your plot dog, you've been hunting with him oh, somewhere here lately. You don't want to talk been... me. You don't want me to talk about that. <laughs> he told that. me. He, he told me he was like hoping you could lay hands on his plot dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you didn't bring it with you. <laughs> we need to go. We got to get together and go hunting. With well, him. we definitely do. I'm, I'm interested. Of... Now your your female's out of tracker, right? Yes, sir. That's your male. No, it's yeah, a my male's, male's out of tracker. Okay. I don't know it's what I was thinking. Yes, my male's off tracker. Yeah, he's just a pup. I hadn't hunted him a whole lot, but here lately I just started really taking him. Now, Tractor is the dual grand. Yep. I think he's now co-owned by Donald Jenkins in Virginia. Yep. Him and Corey and Hall. Corey Hall from Michigan. Yes, sir. I know Corey very well. In fact, I photographed Tracker. See, the last year or year before, there in the vendor barn. Good-looking plot dog. He is a good-looking dog. And I'd say if Corey, Corey is hunting him, He's doing it because Corey, he hunts hard and and he's got a good place to to train dogs and yeah, well that's cool. I hope he does pretty good tonight. I hope to see some plot dog do good. I hope a plot yeah. dog wins it. Boy. Well, that'd be a, a first. You know it? the high scores are going to be coming in Walker dog. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. I just had to throw that in. Well, there. no, that, well <laughs> you got the odds in your favor. That's for that's, sure. That's a fact. Yeah. But who? Uh, well, you know, I plot dogs were always my go-to because of my dad. My dad was a bear hunter. He loved to plot. Bought the first one in 1954. So I was like eight years old. So I never had anything else on the place but a plot dog all those years that I was growing up, you know. But uh, it, they're fun, just like anything else. I don't care if you got a black and t- Hey, by the way, how's the black dog doing? He's doing. He's coming along. He's about se- seven months old right now. Yeah, he hadn't really started out going. Yeah, he. I've taken him in the woods just about every night, maybe minus four or five nights. That I had they didn't take him. <laughs> um, he ain't really. He's wanting to go off with the dog. Some he's yeah. kind of getting there. He did run a rabbit through my backyard the other week, and yeah. he was oh, he was running. He was <laughs> he was running dodge ball. <laughs> he was running to catch. So I know yeah. he's got some kind of oh, prey drive. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we just right. you know all the he'll be time all right. coming in and well, that's a whole can of worms right there. To open up talking about these pups and how soon they start and all. Spent all day today in the vendor barn. You know, talking <laughs> to so many coon hunters today. And we talk about pups and and this and that, you know, and uh, and the consensus is well, it's all over the board. Now, if they're not doing it by a year old, you need to get rid of them. If they're not doing it by six months old, you need to, you know, and all this. And I, <laughs> the good Lord, <laughs> and the good Lord called him home. <laughs> Goodness, yeah. But anyway, the opinions yeah, are all maybe. across the board with how to train the dog. If somebody was to tell me that and say something like that about a six-month-old dog, I would be tempted not to slap them. I yeah. go, are you stupid? They're yeah. six months old. That's right. They're, that's, they're just a baby. They're just a baby. <laughs> they are. I mean, they, are. they ain't even, at six months old, they ain't even 
if you were to put it in dog years, they ain't got the junior three high yet. Three and a half yet. months, you know, yeah, three they, and they, a half months They still old, in elementary school. Three and a half years. Years, I mean. Mm-hmm. Thank they, you. They just Thank a, you. They I just a toddler. The they just bunch. a toddler. Yeah. That's right. They ain't even That's made true. it into elementary school yet. Yeah. Now, you guys wearing, a couple of you wearing this Habitat. So, you got, is that on, is that one of your sponsors now? Yes, sir. Habit, All right. Havoc, Bright Eyes. Who, yeah, tell me who you got. That's I see it. Havoc, Havoc, Havoc Bright Eyes. Eyes. We, we, we double-dosed. We right. double-dosed. That's hey, cool. Hey, anybody out there who makes dog boxes, hit us up. <laughs> you want to there, you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, I said at the Chamber of Commerce dinner last night by the guy that has these dog boxes right here in the building across the way over here. And I can't remember his Dry name. Pond. Yeah. This is a bad habit dog box. I can't remember bad his name habit. either. I just remember uh, well, the guy, no, this the is the guy with woods and something. Woods and, waters. and waters. Woods and waters. I don't yeah. know his name, but he's he's a sponsor, Grand American. Mm-hmm. He's been here every year, and uh, but I, I tease these uh, people who come by the booth. They got a dog collar leash, and they'll be with their wife or whatever. I said, man, you you're not helping this, these vendors out at all. Mm-hmm. You need to go buy a new pair of boots. You need to get a new light. You need to get a dog box. A dog no, box. My mom is sitting there looking. Mm. <laughs> I know the feeling I've been You know, it's kind of hard go to on sneak. and throw five grand down, homeboy. <laughs> like, what are you doing to even come down here how, with less? How do you sneak a dog box in the closet or in the gun safe, you know? Mm. I mean, you can kind of sneak a new shotgun in the house, you know? I usually do that every year. I hadn't done that here this year at the Grand American, but I usually sneak something in without my wife. Like I wore my, my Garmin watch whenever I bought it down here, what, two, three years ago? Mm-hmm. I wore that song on for about doggone two or three days before she noticed I bought that watch. Yeah. <laughs> I got one of those for Christmas. I still haven't figured out how to use it. Really? I, I know I, got I, a little, can, I can little tell what instinct. my heartbeat is. You know, of course, I can do that by placing my hand on my chest, but... Anyway, it's it's cool. You know, I think my wife to say that she cared about what I brought in like that would be to admit that she cares what I do. How much does that set you back, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, guys, it's been great, man. We have been at this hour and seventeen minutes. That's an Ooh. uneven number. We need to crank out at least three more minutes. We can do that. Three more minutes. Minutes. Something anyway. Anybody got a mm. favorite uh, song they want to sing? Or, uh, Dustin. <laughs> what you want me to do? Uh, <laughs> is that, is uh, Dustin taking requests? I'm not very good, but I, I will. <laughs> we used to say, I, I get a lot of requests, but I'm going to sing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know that I've got Ryan singing yet. I, yeah. I try to play my cards just right. There's sometimes, yeah. there sometimes I, I hit them with that, that capella and I press that yeah. record button uh, without they even knowing it. And yeah. he's got, <laughs> well, I like you. He's times. got me a couple times. For for lack of a better term, because I'm not in the business, so to speak, but Rush Limbaugh used to call it bumper music. I like the music you, you mm. put in there that's got a cutting edge to it and all that you know it's kind of young for me yeah, i'm more like yeah. buck owens you know but right. <laughs> <laughs> we got that tiger by the tail <laughs> there you go there you go yes yeah, so i kind yeah. of if i listen to it i'll go through that the music uh catalog thing that i pay i pay so much a month just for all you know to download the music and stuff it's not a whole whole lot but i'll go through and i'll listen and <laughs> 
if I'm feeling it, I'm like, this is I'll listen to it. I'm like, yep, that's the one. Come here, little fella. That's the one. And I'll sit there and listen. I'll, I'll sit there and listen through just like different. Just listen, 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 listen. And I'll find one that's got that right beat. And, mm-hmm. and, and it kind of, I like music. I, my musical taste is all over the board. I like everything from old country, even some old jazz to, oh, I like rock, rap. All that, I don't like a lot of modern rap, but. I, rap. I can rap. listen to a lot what of. What is a rap? A rap. <laughs> it, ain't very, it ain't very good. Let me tell you. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I know. I heard you say it one time before. I don't remember if it was on this podcast or the one before. But you was talking about like uh, the rap, country rap. I do like yeah. a lot. Hip hop. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the the hip hop. I like up church. I listen to. I listen to yeah, a good bit yeah. of Ryan up church and. Yeah. People of that genre. Well, but. I've always loved music. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, and growing up and through high school and college, used to sing in male quartets. Always sang in the church choir when I was young. Sang in the glee club or whatever they called it when I was in high school. I always liked music, though. But I loved, you know, but I like old-time rock and roll. You know, I'm a ZZ Top oh, yeah. guy. I can, I can get down with that. You know, yeah. I, I guess with me, a lot of a lot of driving guitar and bass. You know, where there's real, yeah. but like Travis Tritt said, put some drive in your country. I think it was Travis that did that. Maybe that was that might have been uh, what's the tall guy? Trace Atkins. Trace was Trace the one that did that. I don't remember which I, one done it. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. But, but anyway. I blame it on being as a product of. Being a teenager in the '90s, because look through the, the late last '80s or into the '90s, the late 1900s, rap, <laughs> like, right? That kind of music, rap genre, it really grew through the '90s. So it was like late '80s and into the '90s. It, it, so I was kind of like right there. It was, it was. Y'all shake it. No, I'm just making fun of you. <laughs> so it was. It was kind of like we got Casey Kasem right here on the yeah, set of Gone for to the so Podcast. The '90s, everybody in my like my graduating class was 32 people. Ooh. Everybody, we, everybody listened to everybody listened to rock, rap, country. Everybody listened to everything because all the music was good in the '90s. Yeah. I well, disagree. Not all of it was good. I look you had back. like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Right. <laughs> we did, well, You're not into the boy there bands. Are some I, I really <laughs> ain't. <laughs> well, but, if I had to choose, you know, of course, the old country stuff for me, you know. But, but to I me, like the all-time best entertainer I've ever seen or heard musically is George Strait. Hmm. He's my man. I mean, I love his music. Can't I don't argue with you there. You know. And and Ellen, I did. It was on her bucket list. We did go see him and Martina McBride in Orlando. That was kind of all when we were dating each other long distance. You know, she was a big Garth Brooks fan. I said, No, 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 you got to tune in to George. You know, and I got her hooked on him. You know, and we uh, we uh, that was really a, a fun time to go see George in in uh, concert. Oh, I'm know? sure. Yeah, but. Uh, we got we, we got to go back to Keston before we close. Oh yeah, Keston. that's right. Uh-oh. You had something to tell This uh, my buddy over there in the hills of Virginia, and listeners out there, you all say a little prayer for Keston's wife. Uh, she's been uh, really feeling bad lately, and uh-huh. and uh, 
let's just send a good good vibrations and, and warm thoughts and and prayers out for Keston's wife. It uh, she's going to be fine, but he didn't get to come down here to Grand American. He really wanted to. He got to go to Grand uh, Autumn Oaks. Loved that, and uh, so we're breaking him in on this stuff. But he didn't get to come yeah. this time. But we pour it on. To, you got, got something him. about Keston. This yeah, is for been, you, Keston. I've, I've been listening to him talk. I've been listening. <laughs> I told, and uh, I. You know, Miss Steve, there's a certain point when you got a male puppy. Yeah. To when their uh, I'll use their testicles drop. <laughs> and I've been this listening. Science, this is the that, science I've been listening. corner. Of super scientific. Hey, you know, there comes a point in time. He can hem haul around about entering them hunts and this or that, but there comes a point in time where he's gonna have to grow up. And, and just with the cojones and fill out that entry slip and quit giving excuses. He's already got he him no, he can, he he can pleasure hunt. hunt long as he freaking wants to. This is America, Bo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he, here's the thing: he he can look and read and study them rules, but a lot of that stuff he's gonna learn is gonna be out there on them cast. Well, the thing Doing about Keston is he wants to do everything right. Mm. That's the kind of guy he is. Oh, you got to do and, a whole lot wrong first, cause <laughs> let me tell you, you got to do a whole do lot. A whole and wrong. he he's has on. an awesome young dog. He needs to put it. He some needs a little work with other dogs. He doesn't. He hasn't played with other dogs all uh -huh. that much. But I, it's not that he has any problems with them. But they kind of take him off his game a little bit when he's turned loose with other dogs. He mm. kind of he doesn't really pack. But he kind of gets thinking about him, I think, and it kind of alters his game plan a little bit. But you turn that sucker loose. I, I called him the raccoon vending machine. <laughs> I mean, you know, you put your money in, and that coon's going to drop when you turn old Clyde loose because he, he's deadly, you know. That's he had a scare point. the other night. He called oh, me. He said, I've lost Clyde. I said, what do you mean you lost him? He said, no, he just dropped off the Garmin. And he wasn't that far away. And he said, I can't hear him. Uh, I got no signal on him, nothing. Boom. So he, I said, well, maybe somehow the collars died or whatever. Just get out and start driving around the areas you think he might be and listen for him. He'll be treated somewhere because that's the kind of dog he is. He's going to be treated somewhere. So he goes, and, and, and that doesn't work. He doesn't find his dog. And I said, well, go back to where... You last where he dropped off, and I'm thinking in the back of my mind. He's well, in a hole. Huh? He's in a hole. He's in a hole. I said, you know, that area is full of these sinkholes, caves, and all that stuff, mm. you know. Well, he goes back, and he says, Steve, I can't find him. He said, and I've called my buddy, um, his buddy uh, Chris, and he said he's got a better antenna. He's a bear hunter. He, you know, maybe he can pick up the signal or something on the dog. I said, Keston. That something's happened to that collar right there, and I'd say yeah. that dog is right there somewhere. But I didn't want to back of my mind him saying he's in a ditch or something, you know. Yeah. But maybe got hit. But uh, so he's, you know, he calls me back. I still haven't found him. He driving down the road and he said, "There he is," yeah. and he was sitting on the front porch, his people's house. And what had happened was they heard the dog treat, 
down by the creek. They drive down 200 yards down the road with the kids, set the kids out, go across the creek, get that dog. They go out, bring the dog back, and they put him back on the porch and feeding him a loaf of bread. Mm. And when he found, and they, you know, they had already called the number on there, got a recording or something, you know. But it was a scary moment for yeah, him, you know, because he thought it just oh, he yeah. just disappeared. Especially when yeah. you got one that's doing it. Oh yeah. That's but that the feeling. reason that pup's doing it is because of Keston Jesse. He puts him in the woods. He got that puppy. He had nothing to train him with. And he'd take him and walk him night after night after night and he ain't doing nothing. But just out there trotting around. And then he got to where he'd go and find a coon and sit under it but he wouldn't bark he'd just mm. sit there and look up at it but Keston right there with him you know little by little so but oh, yeah, I'm but proud of that he boy he's a, a good hunter he's a real that's good that's why I hunter. said he's got the hard part done but, now oh, all that yeah. <laughs> go ahead and enter a competition hunt. well you keep a, keep the fire under him Daniel and get let's get him yeah. Let's get him convinced. Man, send him send him some money to lose on the entry fee. There he's you going in the hunt so bad, nope. send him thirty dollars. He's got to pay for his own. He's got to pay for his own lessons. <laughs> send, send him thirty dollars, cuz. Them thirty dollar lessons, man, they can add up pretty they, quick. They thirty five dollar lessons now. Man. When yeah. I was a kid, boy, we didn't have any youth hunts and that kind of stuff. It was out there pull your big boy britches up <laughs> and go hunting. And boy, those guys were not kind. <laughs> oh, they might take advantage of a child back in those oh, days. Oh my goodness! Like that guy here, my dog locate the guys here. As I'm hunting this rowdy dog, and he throws a locate that, and this guy said, "Now I want to tell you guys, there's some bad holes in here. Them coons go into just." Just point of information. Just want you to know about that. Next, his dog lets out about a half locate. Boom, he's treating you. Know, lesson one right there. Mm. Don't pay it. Don't listen to the guide. You know, he's playing with your mind. He yeah. knew my dog was locating. He's waiting on his to start locating. That's right. Hold you up a little That's bit. That's right. But night hunter wouldn't do that. Absolutely. That was back in the day. Absolutely. Yeah, the days hunters is way nice. Hey, speaking of, right quick, I ran into one of your old friends the other week, Mr. Mr. Um Oh, I had it right there in my head. Yeah, I had a friend go? one time. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel's still looking for one. <laughs> Lee Kearns. Lee Kearns. We were on our way friend. to the Clinton football game, the Clinton yeah. Red Devils. They were as a playoff game, and we had to go. Uh, I forgot where we were, Easley or something. We had to go down the Toll Road. His wife's a big Clemson fan. We had to go down the Toll Road, and I'm like, "That's Mr. Lee Kearns working the toll booth." And I was like, "Hey, Mr. Lee, how you doing?" And yeah. he let us go on by. Didn't even make us pay. Like, hi, dig. We appreciate that, Mr. Lee. Yeah, Lee's a long-time buddy of mine. Couldn't thank him enough. When I went to work for PKC, we started a bench show program. They never had bench show programs. Well, way back they did. But uh, he'd haul the show benches around all over the country and help me set up stuff, and help with the judging, and you know. Long-time friend. Can't buy friends like that. You can't, you can't put a value on friends like that. I mean, he's just, you know, everybody has – a circle of friends, and you have an inner circle of friends. Mm -hmm. Lee's in there for me. He's a super guy. Guys, we have been at it an hour and 30 minutes. That's enough to punish each listener, don't you think? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't think so anyway. I know you all have had a big, a long day today, and I have too, and you're obviously going to do some more recording after we're done here. 
What's just before we go around the table? What's been your general reaction to Automotes, uh, Automotes, Grand American this year compared to previous years? What What's the vibe? It's nice outside. Very mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Ain't cold. Ain't hot. Ain't yeah. too wet. Ain't dry. Yeah, it's about as perfect as it could get. Exactly. That's the way this I get it. Tomorrow, t- the the flow today was pretty good. I think yeah. it's going to be packed tomorrow. It will mm-hmm. be huge. If you want to come, well, here again, this is after the mm-hmm. fact. But people that want to be here tomorrow, they better get up before breakfast. That's it. Because mm-hmm. they're not going to find a place to park. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great to be here at Grand American with the boys from Coon Hunting Confidentials on the Houndstooth podcast network is that correct hey throw this out there if anybody's got any stories anything like that after they hear the show they'll kind of get the vibe know what we're looking for hit us up send the (laughs) 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 htpodinfo at gmail.com give it to us one more time htpodinfo at gmail.com there you have it folks Listen to the podcast. It's my, I'm no joking. It's my favorite podcast. I listen to every new episode. I get lots of laughs. Uh, and, uh, and it makes me think uh, that I'm smarter than I am after I listen to these guys. <laughs> it should. Let me tell you. It should make you feel like a genius. <laughs> uh, Thank you, fellas. This has been great. There we go. The, the crew from the Houndstooth Podcast Network. Uh, live from the 2023 Grand American. Uh, if somebody asks you, where's Steve Fielder? Said, well, he went down there to Grand American, but somehow I, they tell me he's gone to the dogs. Mm-hmm.